BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Now that spring is here, it's time to focus on self-care and revitalize your personal care routine. Now through March 26, head in store, shop for all your favorite personal care essentials, and earn four times rewards points. Shop for items like Crest toothpaste, secret deodorant, Old Spice deodorant, or Gillette razors. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. Well, we're coming to your city. Right now, of course, we have the Putin price hike at, at the pump. So my budget has a billionaire minimum tax, a 20% minimum tax that applies only to the top one one hundredth of one per one hundredth of one percent. We also recognize, just as it has been in the United States for Jamaica, one of the issues that has been presented as an issue that is economic in the way of its impact has been the pandemic. Freedom is back in style. Welcome to the revolution. Yeah, we're coming to your city. Gonna play our guitars and sing you a country song. Sean Hannity Show. More behind-the-scenes information on breaking news and more bold, inspired solutions for America. This is a special edition of the Sean Hannity Show. America trapped behind enemy lines. Day number 233. All right, hour two, Sean Hannity Show, 800-941-SEAN, if you want to be a part of the program. Uh, the images are as gruesome as you'd ever want to see. It's everything we warned you was happening, and nobody was really paying attention to it. Now, with the world finally getting images and, and pictures, we told you, for example, Mariupol, uh, Ukraine, is a city that was pretty much 95% of that city has been wiped out. And if you spend any time on the Internet and you spend any time looking, 
for the images of the indiscriminate bombing and killing of innocent men, women and children, you will find it everywhere, uh, which is why I said there are two things NATO, Western Europe and the United States needs to do immediately. And that's to ensure that the Ukrainians have enough weaponry, drones, anti-aircraft uh, defense systems, anti-missile defense systems. Uh, they certainly need the javelins and they need the stinger missiles. And I don't know why Joe vetoed them getting fighter jets uh, to defend themselves because they've shown incre- incredible valor and bravery and courage and a willingness to defend their own country. Uh, not one American boot on the ground, very much supporting the Reagan doctrine here. Um, now, what's happened in a small city of Bucha uh, is, I mean, you see mass graves now with as many as 300 people in them, other mass graves, other atrocities. Even Biden, you know, said that Putin should face uh, a trial for war crimes uh, after the more mass graves have been found. Uh, you see pic- people, literally pictures of people shot, murdered with their hands tied behind their back, which was on the cover of the New York Post today. I mean, it is that bad. It is that gruesome. Uh, one shot that was really impressive was that uh, the remains of a Russian uh, Su-35 fighter jet that was down by Ukrainian forces, but they're not getting enough weaponry to the Ukrainians fast enough so that they can actually win the war. Also had all these images of of people in plastic bags and mass graves, and as many as what three hundred people in one one mass grave. I think another hundred in another mass grave. You know, Russian troops. You can see apartment buildings totally leveled, entire neighborhoods and and that's and cities leveled. Um, the streets of Kiev or a uh, Kiev suburb. This is just outside Bucha. Is outside of Kiev of Kiev or Kiev, depending on which way you pronounce it, uh, 280 buried in that mass grave. And, yeah, of course, these th- th- these are war crimes. One report in The Guardian in Great Britain is saying that Ukrainian children are being used as human shields by the Russians. Uh, in Ukraine, new reports of these war crimes now are breaking every single day. People buried in, you know, all over the place. Civilians being executed. Why, why is why would you take out? Where's your soul or conscience that you're taking out innocent men, women, and children? Now, again, you've, you've raised the question, well, Hannity, what about those that say that we ought to increase our involvement? No, because they're not doing the two things that matter now. And the two things that matter most now are urgently getting the military weaponry so that the Ukrainians fight their own conflict. And so far, they've done extraordinarily well being outmanned and outgunned. They just need more weaponry to defend their country. And the second thing is, is Western Europe has got to turn the spigot off some way, somehow, and it needs to be done immediately. And that means stop importing any Russian oil or gas, and that will help bankrupt Putin, and it's helping to fund his territorial ambitions. Anyway, over the weekend on Face the Nation, President Zelensky talked about the genocide that's going on in his country. Is this genocide? Indeed, this is genocide. The 
elimination of the whole nation and the people. We are the citizens of Ukraine. We have more than 100 nationalities. This is about the destruction and extermination of all these nationalities. We are the citizens of Ukraine, and we don't want to be subdued to the policy of Russian Federation. This is the reason we are being um, destroyed and exterminated and this is happening in the europe of the 21st century so this is the torture of the whole nation joining us rebecca koffler is with us former defense intelligence agency officer also currently a strategic uh intelligence analyst with the lindsay group she authored putin's playbook russia's secret plan to defeat america scott eulinger is back with us retired cia ops officer russian intel ops expert He's written extensively on Russiagate and the dirty misinformation steel dossier. Uh, Rebecca, let's get into Putin's head. You know him better than anybody. Most intel sources I have say they've seen a change in him. I'm not really sure that I see a change so much as a guy that is just hell-bent on killing anybody to achieve his territorial ambitions. There's no change in uh, Putin, Sean. You're absolutely correct that this man has no soul. Not sure what former President George Bush uh, saw in his eyes, but this is a cold-blooded killer, an assassin, and uh, he adheres, just like uh, Russia's predecessor, Soviet Union, to the concept of total war, whereby... Every target is legitimate, whether it's civilian, man, woman, child. The primary objective is to defeat Ukraine, topple it, and that's what we see right now. The Russian way of war is very brutal. Well, and it's get, it seems as, as Ukraine fights back, it's getting even worse. Uh, I watched these reports, Scott Eulinger, uh, all last week. Oh, uh, uh, Russian forces are pulling back from Kiev. This is a great success story. And then on the next page, or on, you know, three paragraphs later, you read that Vladimir Putin has ratcheted up the the missile uh, bombings of Kiev and and what is now, what is the capital city or what remains of it. That's right. The um, And also he's using the troops that maybe some of the troops that are being withdrawn and maybe refitted in Belarus are going to be used eventually, or if not right now, in the east of Ukraine. So he's not, the same forces he committed to destroy Ukraine are still there. They're just maybe moving around from place to place. But um, so, yeah, yeah, I mean, Putin has spent, you know, a genera- uh, almost a generation. I mean, there are soldiers, Russian soldiers dying now who are 19 years old. They have only known Vladimir Putin in power. And he spent an entire generation making people think that Ukraine is an artificial state. It does not deserve to exist. And so much the way that um, that Hitler uh, despised the Poles and wanted to wipe them from the face of the earth. I think what we're seeing now with some of these atrocities is that it's almost become a state policy to liquidate any Ukrainian who steps in the way. You know, I guess at this point, what what I'm having a hard time wrapping my mind around, Rebecca, is is how Western Europe, how NATO countries ever allowed themselves to be so compromised. I played videotape of Donald Trump lecturing not the leader of NATO in 2018, you know, just a beatdown that went on for, you know, a good five minutes about how stupid NATO is and how we're paying the 
the greater dollar amount, the greater percentage of GDP dollars to protect NATO allies from Russia. And then all of these NATO allies are making Russia and Putin rich. And, you know, a country like Germany turns off their nuclear facilities, giving in to their own radical environmentalists, while then importing 65, 70 percent of their energy needs from Russia. And, and you see now the position they're in. Uh, if we tur- if if Putin turns off the spigot, they're done. Their economy is me- forever damaged. President Trump was absolutely correct, uh, Sean, when he prodded uh, NATO to start shipping in at least 2% minimum into the collective defense kitty. NATO has been sitting, sleeping rather, as the wheel has missed 20 years of signposts and Putin's uh, warnings about what he was going to do. We had at least 10 years to develop a, you mentioned uh, Ronald Reagan doctrine. This is what should have been done. We should have uh, weaned ourselves and the West, Europe, off of the needle of Russian energy. We should have secured our satellites from cyber attacks. We should have secured our communication networks. And instead, they were sitting and drinking espressos at the cafeteria in Brussels. This conflict is simply a distraction. Most of these people are careerists, and uh, they just need to start really taking the world how it is and uh, stop paying attention. All right, here's my question then for both of you. Scott, do you believe Putin's territorial ambitions extend beyond Ukraine? um, I I think that they could extend beyond Ukraine to include places such as uh, the Central Asia and the Caucasus. The Baltics, you know, used to be they have they have been nations for more than a hundred years. I'm not sure, and they are members of NATO. And I think at this point in time, that would start a war. That, that there would be full support for uh, for the defense of NATO should they do that. However, there are countries like Kazakhstan, Uzbekistan that are somewhat affiliated with Russia, and they uh, and they are very much under the cultural sway of Russia, and so. Putin may look at them as being sort of candidates for reabsorption. Although at this point, with his military overcommitted and tremendous losses, whether his ambitions are expansion or not, you have to question Russia's ability to do that at this point, since they've clearly bit off more than they can chew in Ukraine already. Quick break. More with Scott Eulinger, retired CIA ops officer, Russian intel ops expert, Rebecca Koffler, wrote, Putin's playbook, Russia's secret plan to defeat America. I want to remind you when looking back at the world of cyber safety just last year, 2021, uh, it was a big year for data breaches. You know, for example, LinkedIn, public information scape of more than 700 million users. Continue with Scott Eulinger and Rebecca Koffler. I'm not sure I'm where everybody else is. It appears that the Ukrainian resistance and insurgency has outperformed people's expectations, but that's hardly a victory over Putin and Russia, Rebecca. So uh, if Vladimir keeps going scorched earth the way he is, there's not going to be much of a country left for anybody at the end of the day. True. Putin's uh, ultimate goal, I agree with uh, Scott, is to reabsorb all of these countries that Scott mentioned back 
under Russian control. But also his goal in this operation is to scare the daylights out of all these countries in order to prevent them from leaning towards the West. Blinken said that it's a strategic defeat for Russia. Absolutely not. You are correct, Sean. While tactically the Russians' performance has been abysmal, strategically he achieved his ultimate goal, and that is to prevent Ukraine from joining NATO. As long as this conflict persists, and it's yeah, not but he also wants the, he also wants as much landmass as he can take in this this whole conflict. And he's lied all throughout. And the conditions that he's laid down and, and why you would ever let Erdogan of, of Turkey try and negotiate a peace is ridiculous to me because I don't trust him as far as I can throw him. So, you know, but his, but his expectations, oh, you cannot join NATO. Uh, you must unilaterally disarm, meaning Ukraine. Uh, we get to keep whatever ter- territory we want. And it's, these are so unrealistic in terms of any expectations of any deal. He's just buying time to, get, to resupply, is he not? Well, yeah, traditionally that has happened. Scott? Yeah, traditionally that's happened. The Russians have always used, like, negotiating, much like the Iranians, as in, uh, you know, stalling out negotiations while they rebuild. And that's exactly what they're doing now. They proclaim they're pulling out of Ukraine when they're not. And they... Keep on. The Russians are the ones who keep on floating out that oh, peace is almost at hand because they want the West to cease its uh, export of weapons to Ukraine. Rebecca, your take? Scott nailed it. There, there's nothing further to add. This is uh, basically strategic deception called in Russian maskirovka. That every diplomatic action and military action is accompanied by a program intended to deceive about what the real intentions are. How does this end, Scott Eulinger? Wow. The, um, I guess it ends with, I mean, Russia is certainly going to take a while to recover from this, whether it emerges, quote, victorious or not. But I, I guess, you know, Europe is on notice that these things can happen and that basically the 20 past years of accommodation for Russia in the form of energy dependence on Russia was an absolute disaster from the beginning. And anybody... I was a junior officer in in Europe at the time, and I knew that was going to be a disaster. But there were too many uh, senior politicians on the corrupt uh, on the Russian payroll who made it happen, and now they've got to live. With it. And and Rebecca, as long as uh, Putin can keep paying his soldiers and and pay them well and take care of his top brass, uh, there's no chance that he's ever going to be thrown out of office by the people inside of Russia. Regretfully, no chance, uh, Sean. And by the way, China, OPEC+, Plus, Iran, Syria, and others are helping uh, finance Putin's war machine. So this is going to be a long, grinding, protracted conflict that's not going to end anytime soon. All right. Thank you both for being with us. We appreciate it. Uh, 800-941-SEAN, our number. We'll get to your calls next half hour. Some of the other news of the day that we haven't hit yet. Quick break. Right back.
Carey, making America green one Learjet liberal flight at a time. You just can't make this stuff up. Sean Hannity is on right now. All right, 25 till the top of the hour. I got to give my team props. I was talking last week about Maxine Waters getting pretty impatient with a large group of homeless people and telling them all to go home. They're homeless. Listen. Another another location where they're taking ass. Is there any more locations than this one? There might have been so many people out here. I want everybody to go home. And I want We don't got no home. That's why we here. Miss Martinito. Miss Waters, get home. Nothing is going to happen anymore today. I will be downtown with Lassa. I will get the housing authority. That's why they came out here today. I made them come out here. Oh, and, right. go and you need to know why they, they're failing. Because Blanca Jimenez repeated, we gave her several meeting requests for you concerning this in Lassa for years. Well, and me, there's nobody in Washington who works for their people in the Harder than I do. I believe you. I don't want to hear that. I believe you. So can we finish up? Go home. Uh, the whole point is they don't have a home. Uh, <laughs> you can't make this up. Uh, anyway, um, this is getting pretty interesting. If you, you look at the reporting that has been out there about Donald Trump, you would think that um, Donald Trump has a seven-hour missing call uh, gap, White House's call log gap. Um, but even fake news, CNN is reporting it's not true. I mean, th- this is what the in the tank media mob. Why do I call them a mob? Because they have a mob mentality. It's like one says one thing and they all run with it. And it doesn't matter that they lie. And the idea that, oh, now the Washington Post is holier than now because they they finally admit that the Hunter Biden laptop is real. And now they're lecturing everyone else in the media to do it. Well, they still haven't owned up to the three years of the Trump-Russia collusion hoax or Hillary's dirty disinformation Russian dossier. They still won't acknowledge the fact that we have a cognitively, you know, a cognitive mess as a president. Uh, They won't talk about the failure. I mean, Pete Buttigieg's comments on energy just blew me away. Yeah, well, too bad. Until we get to uh, clean energy, uh, yeah, get used to paying high high gas prices. Oh, isn't that nice of him? The same guy that told us to go buy electric vehicles. Oh, okay, everybody's got $60,000 laying around. You know, we have the highest percentage of people under this economic disaster of, of Biden and Kamala Harris and this energy disaster under all of them. That nobody can afford to buy a $60,000 electric car, even if they wanted a $60,000 electric car. Anyway, it turns out, according to fake news, even CNN, because remember, they were making comparisons almost immediately. You know, Trump's seven hour call log gap. They were making the comparisons to the 18 minute gap, Watergate tapes, Richard Nixon. Uh, but it turns out that the call log uh, issue has a lot more in common with Russiagate and the Russia hoax and the Russian Trump-Russia conspiracy theories than Watergate. Because it turns out there is no mystery gap uh, in former President Trump's official White House calling log from January 6th. 
Quote, the six pages of White House switchboard logs for 1-6 are complete based on an official review of White House records, according to a source familiar with the matter. There are no missing pages, and the seven-hour gap is likely explained by the use of White House landlines and cell phone links. Even Jamie Gangel is reporting this. And the report cited a former staffer, of Barack Obama, detailing how staff would sometimes dial out uh, a call for the then-president, hit transfer to connect Obama, which would technically evade the White House calling lock. CNN explained that it was possible for President Trump that he often did the same during his tenure. So there's nothing there. It's just uh, just another way to bludgeon Donald Trump. And Biden telling his inner circle that Trump should be prosecuted. And the left is now ratcheting up pressure on the attorney general, who is already politicized the Department of Justice, to act like less like a judge and more like a prosecutor. I mean, all their coverage and media now, they're still fixated on all things Donald Trump. Part of it's a distraction. You know, the person that is in most legal jeopardy, obviously, is zero experience Hunter. But Hunter, in these emails, in his laptop, drags his father into the entire mess and proves him to be a liar. And we have pictures that shows that he was lying. I never once talked to my son about any of his foreign business dealings. So they're hoping, well, maybe we can get get the attorney general to, to find something else on Donald Trump. We'll create new laws and and just apply them to Donald Trump. You know, Ron Klain is confident that Hunter Biden did the right thing and how he handled the sleazy foreign business dealings. Imagine if this was a, a Trump family member. I'd love the Washington Post editorial board. We need a, this is a reckoning on how the media mob covered Hunter Biden during the ele- election. Glenn Greenwald called out much of the Washington Post editorial as arrogant, wanting other media organizations and reporters to acknowledge their failures on Hunter Biden. Well, they should, but they're not gonna. One interesting media thing that happened over the weekend, I saw that Elon Musk is now the largest stakeholder in Twitter. He bought 9% of the company after ripping the platform for failure to protect free speech. And this is on the heels of him wanting to uh, start his own social media company, or at least potentially he said he, he might be interested in that. Uh, it is, uh, it's very interesting times we are living in. really is. Um, Democratic Party waging war on reality, war on science, war on children, war on women. That's what President Trump said in Michigan over the weekend at his rally there. We have an update on the Supreme Court nominee, Katanji Brown-Jackson doled out a lenient sentence, it turns out, for a child rapist who violated probation. And then allegedly, she set him free, struck again during the time when prosecutors wanted him locked up. Why would you ever offer any breathing room for somebody like this? I mean, at some point, judges bear the responsibility um what else do we have today we have a lot of media news today i think this issue so uh, linda do you know who tiffany cross i don't even know who it is do you know who it is no i mean i know only from a picture on on mediaite there was a story this weekend about her uh anyway actually a couple of stories she says that white people do not understand the will the will smith slap what is she talking about? 
No idea. What what does that mean? You know, it's anyway. So she brought in. She had guests on her show. I guess Yvette Nicole Brown is an actress and columnist Michael Harriot on MSDNC. I I get a lot of questions from people genuinely curious, genuinely asking, why is it that so many people are saying white folks sit this one out? I didn't hear it until I read this article. I haven't heard one word about that until I read this article. Anyway, so it turns out that Michael Harriet is a columnist for the Grio. Do you ever hear of that? I never heard of that. Yeah, I've heard of the Grio. Okay. Answered by saying the slap controversy applies to, quote, how black people relate to each other in a way that white people may not understand, even though it happened to everybody watching the Oscars. Huh? I'm, I'm trying to understand this. It goes on. It was about how black people relate to each other. It's hard to explain to a white person what's the difference, uh, what the difference is between an open handed slap and what a punch is because they consider it all violent. It's hard to explain that everyone really has a certain threshold for which they will react in a certain way, whether it is, say, something to their mother, their sister. Uh, You say words to my wife, my kids. I'm going to react in a certain way. We don't know what it what that is for everyone. When you choose to insult someone in the governing structure, you run the risk of, you know, if you step out of bounds, you don't know how far out of bounds they'll step. And Chris Brown, Chris Rock understood this. And I'm I'm having a hard time understanding all of this. And re, and then Cross goes on from this point and says, in, in reality, truly black America, there's a commonality against us all. And if we went to a white person's home and it was their family dinner and we were sitting at the table and the mother hauled off and slapped the father and everybody at the table has an opinion I mean, I guess I should stop here because somebody helped me out with this. Where's the common humanity here? If you really believe, as I do with all my heart, that we're all created by the same God and we all have unique gifts from that from God and rights come from God, not from government. What's so hard to understand uh, what happened with Chris Rock and Will Smith, how does that now become a a race issue? That white people don't understand the Will Smith slap. No, we understand it. What I don't understand is if, I, if there's one thing I don't understand, if all these reports of this open marriage thing are true, if that doesn't upset Will Smith, you know, why would a joke about his wife cause that reaction? You know, I go back to, so Denzel Washington broke his silence on what he said to Will Smith in the break. He was speaking with Pastor T.D. T. Jakes, who's great, by the way. And, you know, he's, he said he walked over there, and there's a saying, when the devil ignores you, then you know you're doing something wrong. He says, the devil goes, oh, leave him alone. He's my favorite. Laughs. Conversely, when the devil comes at you, maybe it's because he's trying to do something right. And for whatever reason, the devil got a hold of him that night. That's what he said to him. That's pretty interesting. Did your pastor talk about that this weekend? You know, it's Holy Month at church, so we didn't have a ton of time for Will Smith and Chris Rock. You just know, asking. Just just putting it out well, there. But I think, I think what you're talking about here is very, very sad because what you said about humanity is very important. 
and the fact that now race is dividing us from being able to observe an event where one person hits another person and we can't talk about it because we're a different race? What I, What is that? I, I, you know, all of this is identity politics. This, You know, I used to say it was every two years and every four years that Republicans are racist, sexist, misogynist, homophobic, xenophobic, now transphobic, add that to the long list. Uh, they wanted dirty air and water, and they wanted grandma and grandpa to eat dog and cat food for a year or two and then have a Republican throw them off a cliff when they're in a wheelchair. Now it's like every day these issues come up and these accusations, are you know, it's not that hard to look at what happened that night and not know that, A, it's wrong, and and B, it's it's something that could have happened to anybody. It's just bizarre. All right, quick break, right back, 800-941-SHAWN, our number. You want to be a part of the program, we'll hit the phones when we come back. Uh, our pollsters will get a snapshot where we are. It's not that far till Election Day, as we are now in April. November will be here very quickly. A lot of primaries now are starting in states. Early voting is starting in many states, and we'll put up our interactive map in the days to come. Get to our busy phones here. Anthony's in California. What's up, Anthony? How are you, sir? How you doing? I'm big time fan, big first time caller. Thank you. Welcome aboard. Hey, uh, two things. One, the the Florida the no say don't say gay bill. Where are the parents that are pushing that? By the way, it's really called the parental rights bill, and the but, word but gay whatever, doesn't whatever appear in it. Put, Whatever label they want to put, where, where are the parents that are pushing? Those aren't parents. Those are, those are, that's coming from the top, some corporate push. And then the other thing I wanted to ask you and talk about is. By the way, 61% of voters nationwide support Florida's parental rights in education bill. And this is right. for, we're talking about, you can't have gender identity or talk about human sexuality for kindergarten to third grade. You're talking about kids, what, four, five, six, and seven? Maybe eight? Until you could teach my kid, my six-year-old how to do calculus, then you can maybe start talking to him about sex if I decide it's okay. Um, and the other, and the other thing was, where, where is it, where is it that these people, even the conservative and, and, and the left, the middle left, that concede our rights all the time. They say, oh, it's just a mask. Oh, it's just a shot. If you want to concede our rights, there's a countries and places to go for that. There's places to live for that. Here in America, we fight for our rights and our freedoms, and we need to remember that, that every right we give up is another one we're never going to get back. Ronald Reagan said freedom is but one generation away from extinction. Guess what? Ronald Reagan was right, and if... If November doesn't go as I hope it goes, we might be that generation. I don't know. I, I, it's that serious to me, in my mind. Anyway, glad you called. 800-941-SEAN, our number, if you want to be a part of the program. We have our pollsters at the top of the hour. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Now that spring is here, it's time to focus on self-care and revitalize your personal care routine. Now through March 26, head in store, shop for all your favorite personal care essentials, and earn four times rewards points. Shop for items like Crest toothpaste, 
secret deodorant, Old Spice deodorant, or Gillette razors. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. Joe Biden wants you taxed to the brink under the thumb of the IRS, and controlled with a digital dollar. That's why thousands of hardworking patriotic Americans are opting out by diversifying their savings with the top-rated precious metals company, GoldCo. Right now, GoldCo is offering up to $10,000 in bonus silver, but only while supplies last, so don't wait. Go to HannityGold.com to learn how to get started today. That's HannityGold.com. Born from the tragedy of 9-11-01, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation, they made a promise to ensure that we never forget. And since then, they have been committed to supporting America's heroes and their families. And that's heroes like U.S. Army Specialist Michael Hook. Now, Michael Hook was killed in Iraq when his helicopter was shot down. Now, he had enlisted in the military after graduating high school. He left behind a pregnant fiance who gave birth to a son that sadly he would never meet. And thanks to the generosity of listeners like you, Tunnel to Towers was able to pay off their mortgage on their family home, and that relieved the financial burden and brought that family stability. This is what they do every day. They help Gold Star and fallen first responder families, as well as our nation's catastrophically injured heroes, and they also help homeless veterans. We hope you'll join all of us here at Team Hannity and commit to 11 bucks a month. You do it by going to their website, the letter T, the number two, the letter T.org, the letter T, the number two, the letter T.org for the Tunnel to Towers Foundation.